Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Erin Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrant's Life podcast, my podcast about immigrants and immigration and everything in between. Thank you for listening and downloading the show, and thank you for supporting my dad. Welcome back, Immigrant Nation. Another week, another new episode. Next week marks the third anniversary of an immigrant's life, and I want to thank you for your constant support. Uh, Together, we have embarked on a process of learning and potentially finding ways to start the healing process of some personal trauma. And I'm really proud of that, for that accomplishment that we have done here. On a different note, if you haven't already joined our lively social media community, you can find us with the handle at an immigrant's life and feel free to email us at an immigrant's life at yahoo.com with your thoughts, ideas, or if you'd like to join our podcast. And please keep sharing your love wherever you listen to our podcast. Now that we've covered the basics, let's dive into today's episode. Today's podcast episode is about to serve up a powerful dose of inspiration and wisdom. Our guest has not only discovered the secret of pursuing her dreams and finding her true path in life, but also understands the importance of mental well-being and maintaining meaningful connections. She's here to share invaluable insight into the art of discovering one's life purpose and achieving your goals through a combination of focus, consistency, and unwavering perseverance. But the wisdom doesn't stop there. Our guests emphasize that in the journey, self-care and nurturing your relationships are just as essential. So get ready to be inspired and motivated as we dive into a conversation that promises to leave you with the tools that you need to pursue your passions and live a fulfilling life while also taking care of your mental health and fostering those cherished bonds. And with those flowery words, without further ado, let's get into the show. Isa, dalawa, tatlo. Today's guest is a jeweler that makes beautiful and unique pieces, but she herself is the most unique jewel. Everyone, please welcome Phoebe Kizon. Hi, thank you for for having me here. Mm-hmm. And my name is Phoebe, and I am a jeweler. Yeah, I mean, I really appreciate that you've agreed doing this. I know you're shy and introverted, and you usually don't do this. That's why I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Before we move on to the nitty-gritty, as they say, why don't you tell the immigrant nation where they can reach you or if you want to promote anything? Well, you can just look me up on my Instagram. It's Phoebe NYC, P-H-O-E-B-E NYC. And I have a website. It's www.phoebenyc.com. Where they can find your beautiful jewelry and artwork. Yes, yes. Oh, um, I don't post a lot. I cannot because I, I don't have. I, I, I work by myself, so I do hmm. all the making of the jewelry, designing, um, 
taking photos and taking videos and mm. editing. So I wish I had more time to do it, but in the future, I will be able to post all of the work that I do. Yeah, it's it. I mean, you don't have to make it like super fancy. Like your phone could work, no? Right. Yes. Yes. It does. It But does. you're doing well with your videos. I've been following you a while, quite a while now, and you're you're really improving your videos. <laughs> you're with your like the process of how making the jewelry. Thank you. I try. Um, I see a lot of um, tutorials online. So I follow that. I copy that, you know, like I, I look at which works for me and for, for the work that I do. Mm -hmm. So it does help. It does help. And I know I need to improve more. But yeah, look, watching people or other people's work helps to, to learn more. Yeah, that's the best way. You know, you just have to avoid comparing yourself. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> that's the challenge, you know. You start say, you start questioning your process. You start questioning you, am I doing it right? Am I doing it? Is this is the right way to do it? You know. Right, right. Let's give the listeners some background to you. Born and grew up in Batangas, Philippines. Yes, um, I was born in Lipa City, Batangas. And, Beautiful um, city, by the way. Yes, thank you. Um, I grew up. Um, well, I studied there until and grew up until when I was 21 mm. until college. I finished college in the Philippines and then I moved to Israel. You moved to Israel? How? Yes. And my mom worked there. Okay. As a, she was a caregiver. She was working there for like around 15 years. Wow. Before I moved there, mm. so I wanted to be with her, and I wanted to to try working in a different country. Yeah, Batangas is famous for being the land of the Smiths, the blacksmith, the Pandais, which is makes so much sense that you are a, a female blacksmith. Is that? Was that in your consciousness when you went into jewelry making? Well, yes. When I was young, actually, uh, there's a lot of knives around my, <laughs> around me. You can see it everywhere: the balisong, mm -hmm. and then the the itak, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then the carrot. Carrot. I don't know if you know what carrot means. It's a sickle. It's like a, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a sickle and. Uh, I use it even when I was young, and I'm always amazed about these things, how it's made, how it's worked, so how it works. So I, it, this, and together with us Filipinos being, um, like being, um, like a tinker, we mm -hmm. always work with our hands. So that's how I grew up, like, like learning, like, um, being curious about how things work, how these knives and balisons are being made. I Sometimes I used to um, separate them <laughs> mm. to break them apart <laughs> when I was young and then try to put them together. So those are the things that um, uh, inspired me and mm. shaped me also to, yeah. to be a 
jeweler. Was there a blacksmith in the family? No, not at all. But well, who know, owns the balisongs? Who owns? Yeah, like the balisong oh, that you were fooling around. Well, it, my uncles, like everybody mm. has balisong in Yeah, but Batangueños. No, like, yes, especially when, like, I, I'm not sure now, but long time ago, like, when I was in the Philippines, like, hmm. 20 years ago, or when I, younger, like, you can see balisong everywhere. Everywhere. Mm. <laughs> and then, yeah, Lamari, Batangas, it's the place where there are um, pandais everywhere. We go mm. to to Lemery, Batangas. You can see people, uh, shops like with like Kubo, mm-hmm. and then those are the place the places where you can see people making balisong and sell yeah. balisong. By the way, for the listeners that doesn't know what balisong is, it's a it's called a butterf- butterfly knife. It's mm-hmm. the knife that you kind of you open up. And then there's a knife, and you, it's <laughs> and where Phoebe's from, it's like it was invented there. Yes. No yes, one yes, knew yes. who invented yes. it, right? Oh, no one knew. Yeah, no one. It, knew. it wasn't under history. Well, the Spanish burned that history quick. <laughs> I was I was going to put that, but I am I don't I am not sure about it too. So I'm trying to like to limit what i <laughs> oh that's okay. especially if i don't know if i'm not sure about it but what yeah what i heard what i learned before what i read was the spanish brought it in the philippines they brought it to the philippines no i don't think so because spain doesn't have it right now it, you know what i mean like they don't have mm-hmm. a so uh, at least that i know of like i don't i've never seen something that they have that is the same is I think it's very unique in the Philippines, Balisong. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, especially in Batangas. It's it's like the only place where you can really see the real one. I mean, mm. right now, if you're going to see other Balisongs, it's different from the ones that you will see in Batangas long time ago. Mm. In the, um, before it, like, the... Um, how do you call this? The handle? The handles, it has different like uh, decorations now. Yes. Before it was like the Harabout tusks. That's what they used before. Yeah. Or just basically the metal. But now they use different decorations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my dad had one. I remember it was, I think it was the, the, uh, the handle was made of kamagong. And then there's two pearl dots. Mm-hmm. And yes, then also, yes. I've seen ones that are the handles are metal, yes, which I think yes. that's a newer one because they don't have money for that metal. It's too expensive to <laughs> make, you know. Much, like, yeah, too heavy to to use that. What made you decide to get into jewelry? Mm-hmm. Well, when I came to to New York, two thousand eleven, I was thinking of uh, like I was trying to find myself like hmm. I don't know what am I going to to do here I I was like searching like you know I don't know what job is is am I going to be good for hmm. um, I went to a lot of different schools here in New York 
community colleges. And I feel like, you know, being here is like everything is fast paced, but, mm. but I, I, I was teaching, I was working, I, I was working in school mm. and I was teaching and I felt like it was being around with a lot of people was too stressful for me. Mm. And I was trying to find something that I would like to be working with my hands because that's something I like to do, mm. working with my hands. And um, being from the Philippines, you know, people like us Filipinos are very creative. Mm. We are very crafty. Mm. We learn a lot of um, making stuff. So I, at first I thought I wanted to do wood carving. Mm. I wanted to learn wood carving, but um, the school was really far. It was in Maine. So I mm. said, um, uh, maybe I should try to do working with metals since, mm. you know, the balisong mm. and I like looking at things. So I look for her jewelry school in 2012 mm. to just to take short classes. And then after I learned like a metalsmithing, like the basic one, I fell in love with it. I started keep making jewelry and yeah, that like just being by myself, working by myself, sitting in a room, <laughs> <laughs> making, just creating stuff, making things that, that I I like and what people love too. Mm. It's like I always see a lot of people wearing jewelry, mm. and um, that inspires me to uh, jewelry that I cannot afford. <laughs> especially, that inspired me to make to say to to learn to mm. to be in the jewelry class jewelry industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have, um, I didn't have family who, I don't have family who's in the jewelry industry. Mm-hmm. So, um, I tried to find a way how to, to be there. Get, in, to get be, into the business. To get in. Yeah, so I learned, I went to school. And then, yeah, after that, I just, it, it just started as a hobby. Because I, of course, I like jewelry. I like tinkering, making stuff. And then after, like 2016, I decided to take the whole whole class of the whole process. How long is that? Um, it's about maybe eight months. Mm, not bad. Around eight months, I took the take the trade. Um, jewelry making in um, trade school and then yeah like after that I started hmm. making the whole process from the beginning like carving since before I I wanted to do wood carving and I couldn't learn that because it was far from me then I learned that jewelry making you can carve also but small hmm. pieces so that was uh, a good option for me since I love to carve stuff. 
Yeah. When you make, I just you just recently posted that wedding band, that, which is mm -hmm. gorgeous. Great job. Thank you. Does it hurt your fingers when you're like doing the the details? No, 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 no. Mm. Actually, it doesn't. It's the um, the wax is soft, so mm. it's like a candle. Mm. So the the hard part, the thing that hurts my finger is when it's metal already, mm. because I need to grind it to to use um, files like yeah. big files or some small files, but still it like. It touches your finger when you're filing the actual metal mm, of yeah. the jewelry. So you said you wanted to be with mom, right? And you know, Filipino moms, they're like, if you want to do a career, it's got to be a nurse or it's got to be, you know, the, the normal, the safe path. Mm -hmm. How did she take it when you announced to her, like, I would like to be a jeweler? Well, actually, my mom is like, a really cool person hmm. she just gives me the freedom that like you know me me like to whatever i want to choose as a, a career for myself mm -hmm. um she's fine with it she's always proud of and support me of what i choose chose to do hmm. um i graduated college already in the philippines so for her it's like <laughs> you get your ticket yes yeah, so she's uh, she's she's um okay with the 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 me being a jeweler at mm. first like you know when i was talking to her when i just came here mm. um she would give me that idea sometimes like maybe you can be you can take um be a nurse nurse something like that or um a physical therapist hmm. well physical therapist was my option since it was in the medical uh, field also hmm. but i thought that it wasn't really for me <laughs> so my mom was like, okay, like you have your your freedom to choose whatever you think you will be happy. As long as you're happy, then you should do it. Yeah. yeah so my mom is really cool about it. Awesome. <laughs> Shout out to mom. What's mom's name? My mom's name is Lourdes. I love that name, Lourdes. <laughs> love it. Like, the, like the Mary, uh, yeah. Mary of Lourdes. Yes. Is she um, religious? Um, not so much. Like she's, uh, she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like my mom is the same thing. Like, of course, she does the rosary once in a while, but yeah. not really, not really. Like, yeah. I'm going to church every Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. She doesn't go to church every Sunday. She goes like sometimes, mm. and for her, it's like. You know, she prays every day at home. So that's... Uh, that's good that's enough. Good enough for her. <laughs> mom lives with you or is she, is she in the States? No, my mom is in the Philippines. Mm. She, well, she used to live in Israel. And then after she retired, she moved back to the Philippines to take care of my ch sister's children. <laughs> But Basic. she's going to be here soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're trying to bring her? 
Yes, yes. I actually just submitted my my application. Good luck. Thank you. Are you a green card holder now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm a citizen. I'm a passport holder. Okay, okay that's yeah. it. Oh, you got that green card, you know, like that that green mint green, you know, like when you go back <laughs> home, you'll be like, hey, I'm not Filipino, you know, I'm American. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I went to the Philippines um, March, and mm. of course, I didn't have the Filipino passport. I only have the American passport, and I didn't know that I have to have a return ticket if I don't have the Filipino passport. Okay. So they they held me at um, the airport. <laughs> no, how long? Yeah, no, not for long. They just told me like you have to show us that you, that I have a ticket coming back. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you're gonna stay in the Philippines forever <laughs> over the states. Get out of here, dude! I left here. There's a reason why I left. This was um no this was here in um JFK at the airport in America in New York. Also, you were leaving. They asked you for the for your return ticket. Yes, they said. Well, what th- they told me that you can't. Uh, they're not gonna let you in if you don't have the return ticket. So why did you not have a return ticket anyway? Like, well, um, my my grandma passed away at that time, so oh, I bought sorry the to ticket. So I bought the ticket like the day, the next day, and I said, uh-huh. "Okay, I'm just gonna buy the ticket going back, and then uh, going there, and then coming back. I'll see how long I'm gonna stay." Do you mind talking about Lola? Oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. What What was her name? Um, my grandma's name is Linda. Linda. Oh, it means beautiful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. Um. I, I'm assuming you're close to her, or was close very, to her. Very, very. Yeah. She's um, um. So my mom was in was working abroad my mm-hmm. whole like m- most of my life. Mm-hmm. So it was my grandma who raised me, which is like you know typical. <laughs> yes, my grandma raised me and until from when I was seven. Hmm. Until I was, um, until I left Philippines. Same here. I was, <laughs> I think, I was it eight? I was eight when I moved in with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And grandma, so it's almost the same. Yeah, grandma was the mom. You know. Yes, yes. My grandma passed away two, two years ago. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that too. Thank you. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I, we couldn't go home. It's, it was COVID. No, okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a hard part. Yeah, like but COVID. to be honest, I didn't even want to go home. I didn't want to see her. It was, yeah, I mean, I understand that part too. Yeah, but for you, why was it important for you to go home and see her one more time? Well, actually, I thought, you know, um, I was going to make it that she, while she's in the hospital, Mm. But sadly, I didn't like. I wanted to, you know. Um, there's a lot of things like when you're in a like you move to a different country, mm. um, and then I was really busy with everything I do at work, living here. Basically, every day I was working, 
and I didn't have much time to, you know, reconnect with my grandma to talk about my everyday life, everything yeah. that I that I do, everything. Because of course, um, she's always on my mind all the time. Like everything I do here is, um, uh, she's part of like my dream to like you know to help. And um, because of me being busy working here. Mm. I didn't have much time, like, you know, to talk to her all the time, especially the time difference. Mm. And um, at that time, I really, really just want to hug her. Mm. And so, so, yeah, that that was one of the reasons. And I thought maybe, like, you know, I'm going to tell her about all my dreams. Like, I mature, I grew up, like, how different I was when I was young compared to <laughs> how I am now. And like, you know, I wanted to tell her about everything, like my dreams that she's included with it, but I thought I'm going to make it, but mm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't, but that's part of life, I guess. <laughs> living far away yeah do you feel guilty that you didn't connect to her as much as you could have had done uh yes yes i do um i still think about about it every day like you know i wish i i called her i call her every hmm. day hmm. like every day like put even just no, not 10 minutes, but like, you know, just 30 minutes a day to mm. talk to her, ask her how she was. Thinking like, you know, that especially she's old, I for I thought, you know, she's going to be living for a long, long, long time. <laughs> I did not expect that, you know, it was so sad, sudden. But mm. I wished that um, I call her every day. Yeah. And just, or, you know, now FaceTime video. Yeah. yeah. There was um the time before it happened, few months before it happened, um, <laughs> my grandma added me on Facebook. No way. It, it was <laughs> a few months before that happened. She, like, I said, who is this? Is this my aunt? Or this is, is this my cousin? They made Facebook for my grandma. And I didn't know that it was really her. I mean, my, I don't, my, maybe my aunt or my, cousin made the facebook but mm. she, they were teaching her mm. so if i knew that it was really her using the facebook on her phone i i could have called her all the time through messenger you know yeah. like the video but yeah. yeah i didn't like i was always just thinking about work 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 i need to pay this pay that <laughs> yeah yeah so that's what i think about every like Every day now, I wish I could. What was your favorite memory of grandma? Um, my favorite memory was just like she goes to school to take care of everything I I have, like everything mm -hmm. that I do, like graduating until college. She was the one who walked me in. And mm -hmm. on the, the stage, she was the one like I have to pay this, I have to pay that, or there's meeting, or like a lot of 
everything in school. She's there. Like um, I was always excited that she's gonna come. Oh. And you know, <laughs> and yeah, she never failed. Like everything that I had with her, going to market. Like you know, um, in the Philippines, there's the wet market, mm-hmm. the palenque, and I, I always go with her. She yes. that's my time with her. Like I like shopping with her, buying vegetables and meat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's like um, yeah, something that I always think about that I miss. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that too. When my grandma used to bring me to the to the palenque. But as soon as I got older, you know, like it's not cool anymore to hang out with grandma. <laughs> because, you know, dudes, you know, I want to be with the girls, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah, rest in peace, Lola. Yeah. I hope she's chilling. I'm sure she is. Yeah, let's shift gears a little bit. I saw one of your creation is a Tao Gamma ring, <laughs> which is a fraternity uh, in the Philippines. Are you a member of this group or fraternity? Yes. Okay. Actually, right now is the anniversary oh, of sweet. the Tao Gamma. So, whoever is listening, I mean, salute and happy anniversary to all my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when I was in college in the Philippines, I was, I became a member. like, And it was a good experience. You know, it's part of being college. And then I carried it until now. And mm-hmm. this one, the Tao Gamma ring, it symbolizes that, that, you know, I, I still have, I, I still, I'm still, I am part of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a Sigma. Sigma, yeah. So, was that, because, uh, you know, in the Philippines, there's a, there's a negative connotation about fraternities. It's you know mm. like troublemakers or fight. But Tao Gamma has been has been like established. It's like one of the oldest fraternity in the Philippines. Was it an issue growing up when you joined the Tao Gamma fraternity? Uh, fraternity? Um, no, not really. I was really the way I lived was really free. <laughs> <laughs> Young and wild. Uh, all my friends were, all my friends were like the reason why I become the a members because of all my friends. They were so they recruited me. Everyone, we are almost at the same age, same mm. era at that time. Everybody has their own group fraternity. Mm. So for for me, well, my mom is uh, my sister. No way! Yeah, yes. mom too. Yes, yes. Amazing. That's yes. cool. The, the ring. Did you make it for someone else, or you made it for yourself? No, I made it. I made it for everybody. Like you know, I, I made it for myself, mm. and then I make it for like you know me being as a member. I wanted. I made it last year mm. for the anniversary. Also, that's cool, um, man. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. That, that's good that we talk about it now. It's um, today is the anniversary. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so you mentioned that you make customized rings and jewelry. Mm-hmm. Do you like making them, or do you prefer just making something out of your creativity, creative mind, and then presenting it to your customer or your clients? 
the good thing about um, the clients that I have, I really like that. Um, when they chose me, they give me, they will give me the, their ideas, what hmm. they want, hmm. and then they will give me the freedom to, to put my own, my own mind design yeah. on it. So that's what I really like. I don't like they trust me to do what they want mm. like they they will tell me um i want this flower i want this is what it symbolizes but you just let, like i trust your creative creativity just um do what you think looks good on it and then um they they always trust me but for me i will do i will put what i think is matches or what's possible for the design and i always ask the the client like would this work for you do you like this and what i like about it is like they trust me with it mm, definitely <laughs> and i'm thankful for that oh 100 you mentioned making balisong and the sampagita flower how do you scale them because you know balisong is big how do you make them smaller to be uh, jewelry Oh no, I um draw I draw it by myself. Oh, so, so you have to draw it, okay? Well, um, the thing about me is um sometimes, well not sometimes, but usually, I just look on pictures. Okay. And then sometimes I just carve it right away without drawing. But so, so you look it, at it and then you just carve it freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, when you look at, at the wax also, the size of the wax, you can make it on every size. It's, I don't have, I didn't have to scale it, like, depends on the wax, how, what's the size of the wax that I have, mm -hmm. especially if I'm making it for myself as my design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you work for a company that makes jewelry, right? And then you, mm -hmm. you have your own thing. Does the company ever tells you that, A, you cannot make the design because we would like to make the design? Oh, so this, uh, since now we're, we're talking about the companies that I work for, usually um, they have their own design. I leave it to them, those the companies, like those jewelry companies, because working for different companies, um, we have this, uh, like, you know, limitations hmm. of, you know, it's their design, like, they're gonna, it's gonna be followed. Okay. I will only tell them what is possible and what is not possible. Hmm. But like, but for my clients, it's different. Okay. So that's a difference. For my clients, personally, it's different, like, they trust me to do what I what they want and hmm. I make it for them yeah. and then for the jewelry companies that I do work for they have their own design that I will just make yeah makes sense how long does mm -hmm. it take to a piece for a piece like let's say I don't know like like that Taogama ring how long did, mm -hmm. does that take well, it will take like 24 hours let's say like or two days 
from to, from 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 your mind to like fully made two days no just a carving okay <laughs> for to fully to make to have it fully made since that's carving and then that's um, made from wax model mm. to to um casted metal it will take maybe like one or just working it straight because usually i don't cast my own hmm. stuff i get it i send it to casting company which means like after i make the wax mold or the wax design um they melt it and hmm. then like make a mold out of it and melt the, the gold or silver and i don't have a big machine for that so i send it to big okay big casting company to do that for me so it takes like putting it all together maybe like a week a week yeah makes sense man yeah. I, that will take me 100 years by the way i'll be like <laughs> i don't know what to do man <laughs> which It's just but um if you're if i'm going to work straight on it like you know make the the how do you call that the model mm -hmm. i will make the model today until tomorrow and then or after two days i'm gonna it's like i'm counting straight but usually if i'm going to divide my time like eight hours and then dividing the time of sending it to the casting company usually it will take two to three weeks mm, okay yes, like It's yeah. not like I I was counting at at making it straight like vision envisioning, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's gonna take like because you know I'm casting it, you have to wait for a certain time for it to get um to get settled mm. in the mold. So you have to wait until tomorrow. I didn't put that out. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. What's your favorite part of making a piece? Um, the beginning, mm. the, the beginning, and then the laugh, the end, because <laughs> you know the beginning is like when you start from nothing, mm. from you know like from just a piece of metal or a piece of wax mm. that you're going to create on something, and then the end part is um when it's fully polished you will see that oh shit this is what i did this is yeah. what i did from nothing mm -hmm. or from a p piece of wax or a piece of metal sheet so mm. that's the most exciting part for me the beginning and the end i, I mean the that. middle process is just you know like just perfecting it and cleaning it and taking out the the dirt and taking out the excess metal mm, yeah You make beautiful creations, but Thanks. do you still have moments of doubt about your ability and your creations? Um, yes, I do. I actually always think that I could learn more. Um, mm. When I make something, I there are things that I'm thinking about that I wish... I know what is the perfect or best way to do this certain part without struggling or without like without um, thinking about 
what can I do with this? What, how can I make it faster? How can I make it easier? Hmm. And those parts are the ones that I always think about. Like, you know, it's every day, it's a learning, it's a learning experience. Even if we know a lot, even if I know many things, I learn, I have to learn something all the time from making every piece, especially if it's a new design. Because mm. usually, sometimes you make the same ring every day, you know how to do it. Like, you know how to make it fast. You know what the tools you mm. you need, what the tools you will use to, to clean it or make it. Mm-hmm. But if it's always a new design from a client that wants a custom, you're going to think about like I wish I know how to do a certain technique or a certain tool to use it for mm-hmm. like those kind of stuff beautiful speaking of techniques do you have a mentor that teaches you or the ways mentor yeah um actually I learn a lot by myself like for example I learn from school the basics and then every day i learn by myself i don't have a mentor but i started learning something from one of the jewelry company that i work for mm. he's a filipino also the, mm. the only filipino that i know that does the same thing like me or he does better he does mm. like way much um, top of the line jewelry. Um, he teach me a lot of things, but it's mm-hmm. for his design. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I had a former guest. He does jewelry as well here, here in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He's oh. from Batangas too. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a link. Alan Matudio, he's yeah. cool. He actually oh. made this... Um, necklace of the baybayin ka the symbol ka oh, and he made it like a necklace all connected it's so cool wow, wow that's amazing yeah i think he focuses more on uh on necklaces though i've seen him does ring but i think he focused more on necklaces you focus more on rings right <laughs> I, focus, oh, yeah. I work a lot on different stuff okay since i have different um companies that i work for okay and clients so i focus on a lot of different stuff like um for rings it's for myself mm. for my brand yeah i i thought making a ring out of uh out of um no, making a character or a specific design would be cool on the finger. So yeah, I I I do on a ring too, and it's yes. like a cool way. Like it's more complicated. Ma- making the rings is more complicated when you're making the design of the faces or the design or character. Mm-hmm. So, how do you balance? being an artist and being your own marketer <laughs> that's the hard part for me <laughs> um i work more on 
um, on making, on creating. Hmm. So being a marketer was like difficult for me. I need to to work on it better because you know, like posting it on social media is part of marketing also. Hmm. And I know I lack of I lack on doing that. Um, I try to do. I try to follow what um, is the norm. Like you know, post at this hour. So what I'm going to do is at night before I go to bed, when I have time, I will schedule the posting hmm. at um, the Instagram, and then just. Do do it ahead of time. So that's the only way I can do my marketing. Yeah, it's it, that's the difficult part. Creating is the fun part. Yes. You know, especially the is the yeah, part. especially you being an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, one of the things that I learned, like since I know that I want, I need to improve more on my marketing skills and communicating with people. Um, I learned about um, doing pop-up events. Mm. So since I don't go out a lot, I don't socialize a lot, I thought doing pop-up events will help me to socialize and market my stuff at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that's I do that almost before almost every weekend. But now I'm taking a rest because it's too much for me. But that's my way of marketing, which really, really does help. On on since I'm not really good on um, marketing mm-hmm. every day, but if you do, if I do pop up do pop-up events, talking to people, meeting people, and, you know, showing that you exist and showing what you do is, um, is a good way of the marketing, marketing myself and getting customers and at the same time learning how to socialize and talk to people. Because if you do, like, join pop-up events and art fairs and art markets, you meet a lot of people and you cannot, I cannot just stand there and smile. So I have to force myself to, to talk and tell, tell them what I do. What, what are these stuff? What are these jewelries? How it's made? So it does help. So that's the only marketing that I do. No, not of course, um, Instagram too, but that one way is really good like joining pop-up events art markets art yeah fair. that's funny because you you're a complete package you got the you got the skills you got the <laughs> you got the products you're pretty thank you you know <laughs> thank you it's just just you need to speak up you know and it, that's the <laughs> hardest part <laughs> you know well sometimes you know, before i would i would i would run <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I will, I mean, I'm not really, but in the jewelry industry, you know, sometimes somebody will recognize me in the, the diamond district because I work there mm. and somebody will tell me you're Phoebe NYC. I mean, and I said, hi, and then I'm going to run away because I don't know what I'm, I'm sweating like crazy. <laughs> Why are you so scared of interaction? 
I'm, I'm not sure. Were you I, always I been like that? People. No, I wasn't. I was like very outgoing and friendly before, like long time ago. But I don't know. Well, I wasn't really um friendly. I was outgoing mm. with the people who are outgoing, like my friends that are. They were the outgoing ones, and I was just tagging along. But mm. I usually, you know, the Filipino gatherings, like. You know, everybody's going to sing karaoke and drink all night. And I'm that one person sitting in the corner and eating lumpian. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm that. But meeting new people for me is, um, that, that was the hard, hard part. That's so um, weird because you're the one who, who decided, you know, I'm going to move to a different country. You moved to Israel. And then you said, I'm moving to the States. You moved to the States. Those are, you need cajones for that. I know, I know. <laughs> it just. I think it's just like um when I think I have to. I'm, I'm pushing myself. Like my response, I know my responsibility. I know I need to do this. I need to, to do something to make myself grow. Or especially like you know like this. I know mm. that this will help me. Interview, um, a podcast interview will help me to with a lot of things in myself mm -hmm. and of course i will be able to to experience this also and to contribute to your cause then i will do it you i appreciate know, I that <laughs> i appreciate you, that <laughs> but yeah i mean i know okay what advice would you offer to our listeners who are considering to do a non-traditional path like you um i think just know what you want and focus on it like if you think you're really really good at something focus on it focus on yourself and don't listen to other what people are telling you oh being this being this person or studying this will help you will make you rich or you're going to make a lot of money. I feel like it's not, it, it didn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I focus on myself that I want to make something I want out of my hand. That's what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. I want to do art. And I came to making jewelry. And I know being a jeweler here in America is a big um, competition. But I know I can be good at it. Mm. So I focus on it. I keep working every day. I stay consistent. So, and I believe in myself that I can do it. So mm. now I'm, I get jobs. I, I get clients. I mean, not a lot, but I get jobs. I get, I get clients and I think I'm getting better on what I do. So. I think people should just learn how to to focus on what they know, what they think they're good at, mm -hmm. and be consistent with it. Keep doing it, mm -hmm. and don't stop. <laughs> yeah, don't stop. It will be. It will be good. Don't give up. <laughs> Are you happy? I'm very happy with what I do mm. with making jewelry. This is something that um, I I'm passionate about. 
I even if I'm going to sleep, this is making jewelry is what I'm thinking. <laughs> You're obsessed. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. Um, I love it. Yeah, before before I try to find what I wanted to do mm. in my life, what career I want to do here in America when I move. Um, a lot of, of course, I talk to a lot of people. I try to see what people does. And of course, us being Filipino, you know, being a nurse is very popular. I try mm. to do that, but I feel like I don't belong there. That's not something I wanted to do. Mm. So, and then also, it's very competitive also. And then the fashion industry and jewelry industry is included in that was very competitive. I balanced it. I looked, look at it, look at myself, which one I'm going to excel at, which one I think I will be good at, that I can put myself in there and don't stop. And I chose the jewelry because I know my hand is like, I do everything. I, I So I focus on that. Mm-hmm. Like I try to put myself in there. I learn. And then that's the only thing I focus on. And then I became obsessed with it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Looking ahead, what are your aspirations and goals for the future, both in your art and your career? Um, I just want to have like um, have my own company that I don't have to work for anybody. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't really have like big dreams, but you know, since I have my 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 job is as a jeweler is what I dream about. Mm. I just want to have like, you know, my own store shop that I'm going to stay there and work every day until I go to sleep and not going, not going out. <laughs> not going out. I'm sorry. I know. But, you know, like, I mean, not um working for other bigger companies. Yeah. So I just want to have my own store shop and... I also want to take my company to the Philippines. Oh yeah, you know, because, I love that. Um, I know that one of my dreams also that I'm thinking is I wish I can go to the Philippines and teach people like to make jewelry. So yeah, that's, that's a great idea. That's one of the things I, I wanted to do since a lot of people asking me, like, can you teach me? And I know it will help a lot of Filipino people to learn this. Beautiful, beautiful. Listen, Phoebe, I think we're there. Before <laughs> we say uh, bye or we close out, do you have any last remarks? Anything to say? Um, just thank you. I'm really, I hope I was able to say, to answer the, your questions. I'm not sure. You were perfect. <laughs> thank you. So why don't you tell the listeners where they can reach you and tell your website and Instagram again? Yes, just, um, my Instagram is Phoebe NYC. 
P-H-O-E-B-E-N-Y-C. Mm-hmm. And then you can message me or follow me. And I post most of my work on my stories. And then my website is www.bbnyc.com. So if you guys want, or if you guys just have any question about how to make jewelry or is this diamond ring works for my girlfriend? Yeah, I can answer you. <laughs> like Perfect. those kind of questions. I love it. Perfect. Again, Phoebe, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Have a good evening. You too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Again, Phoebe, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for listening. This is Aaron Deliosa for An Immigrant's Life. I'll see you guys next week.